You are Locked On the NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm joined by Adam Morris. Adam, we're going to talk a lot about jerseys today. It's gonna, we're gonna, we're just gonna let this rip. It's going to be fun. There was Bleacher Report sent out a throwback jerseys that they want to see teams wear this year. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the ones that we loved, the ones the ones that we didn't like, uh, and then we're going to wrap up with the five things each that we really like about this NBA, the current state of the NBA. You excited for this? I am excited, and especially that you're wearing one of the ugliest jerseys I've ever seen. How dare you? <laughs> a North Carolina, for the record, a North Carolina Tar Heels jersey. The white ones are nice. The, the they actually are. They actually are really nice jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even lie. I, we'll, we'll get into our, our, our general principles and all that. You guys know where to find the show. You guys know where to find us. If you've missed any prior episodes, we have a nice list going of things that we really like about the NBA. We're celebrating the NBA in the in the last couple months or so. Go back and, and find those shows. We uh, at some point, some great listener is going to compile this list. Oh, that would be awesome. That'd be cool. I'd be cool with that. I would follow. I'm a follow snob. I would follow whoever did that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, the let's... coveted Anthony Irwin follow. That's going to be big. <laughs> Everyone's racing to their computers at the moment. I never, I never said how long I would follow that person. Though. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, so Dan Favale, I hope I got that right. Dan Favale uh, threw together this list of throwback jer- jerseys and uniforms that they would like to see players in the NBA rock this year. Uh, obviously, there were some that we liked. For me, Atlanta, right at the top of the list, is one that I really, really like. What? You gotta, you gotta explain that already. We're gonna argue that Atlanta of all these awesome jerseys that were on this list, Atlanta. You're gonna start there. I'm going to start there. That's where I'm all starting. Right. I mean, it's not, it's not the one I like the most. Uh, but look, I like jerseys that really go out there. Like go out there. They well, put... so so the '90s aesthetic was very much uh, like cartoonish, right? Yes, I mean, it was there incredible. was. So, so there's good. a giant cartoon hawk on on here for for this Hawkswood. I to me it's a non, to me it's just not that great. So I, I like this '90s thing is like some of them are campy, some of them are really cool and iconic. Some of them were hated at the time and loved now. That Hawks one to me is the most like is is among the most yeah yeah it does, yeah it does nothing not good not bad. My one concern is that I'm a little worried that the talents might. <laughs> <laughs> to play the ball, <laughs> like Pat's fans out there are like, yeah, no problem with that. But like, for for basketball purposes, you need to be able to dribble. That's a little concerning. But I just I like teams that really try stuff. Well, they they tried that one. There was a really cool <laughs> pod episode of the ninety nine percent invisible. It's a podcast on design that I happen to listen to that that did one on the nineties designs and in particular the Toronto Raptors, which is on my list. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite jerseys those those Raptors purples, the Barney. Uh, uniforms um, and it was just kind of cool about how like hated they were at the time and how they became sort of this almost uh, <laughs> uncool cool thing yeah and like now you think cult. of them and they're now they're cool though now yeah. I think they've come full circle to where it's like oh these are actually a, a gorgeous uniform Kawhi one of my criteria and I don't know why there's a criteria for this we're just talking <laughs> about jerseys we like but one of my criteria was I like doing a throwback, especially when there's something new about the team. And look, Kawhi Leonard is very new about this there team. It it'd is. be kind of 
it gotta be kind of cool to see him in the old Vince Carters. That is that is a cool aesthetic, I guess. Like it's a cool idea that you got like the new, the brand new, rocking the old. Uh, yes. As a general principle here, I like the color purple in uniforms. I just I don't mm-hmm. think it's it's nearly present enough, and so I really like those Toronto Barney uniforms. I, I'm going to go even further into the Barney concept here <laughs> the milwaukee bucks jersey with like the 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 forest green you got the deer it's incredible it's got the purple on it it looks so i would wear this out i i, I would oh wear wow this, this is a ringing time. endorsement yes everyone in milwaukee now the anthony Irwin would wear this to the club <laughs> you shook uh, your head this i'm guessing well, this is on because it's going to be on my list in segment number two <laughs> in terms of ones that absolutely should not be brought back uh the one thing i will say i agree with you though about the i don't know about the color purple but just about colors in general one of the things you know nike has taken over and i think generally their stuff is very cool and it'll make for good merchandise but it is kind of becoming a bit homogenous right everybody has a circular logo basic design stripped down design with hardly any features on it yeah and a lot of blue and you know some of these teams milwaukee in particular you know, where, where do you see white, purple, and green combined together? It's Never. So cool. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, we'll get to it. But, uh, but right, I, am, I am in favor of different. Um, the Mavs, the oh, uniform really? that Dirk Nowitzki wore as his rookie season for his final season. It's just such a beautiful bookend. And look, if the if the Mavs went to the uniforms that the Bleacher Report picked out, what are the odds that Dirk would bleach his hair, hair at some point during the season, <laughs> just as a throwback? <laughs> He might be doing that anyway. He's old enough that he needs to dye his hair. Yeah. Uh, I don't. The the Mavs one is actually on my other my on my second list. It, they just it's, seem so boring. It is. It's honestly not a great uniform, but I just like the Dirk the Dirk part of it. All that right. was it. My my last one here, and again, it's all about things that I, I like. I like trying new things here. The Vancouver Grizzlies, like the teal oh, yes. and the 100%. claw marks. Ugh. Yes. I love it. I'm a, I'm a hundred percent on board. It's so it's kind of ugly in a cool way. It actually looks like the uniform of the, of Santa Fe. Like if it, it doesn't look like Vancouver or no. Memphis. <laughs> if it was the Santa Fe Grizzlies, I, I you know I, I think yeah. it'd work even better. But I like it. I'm all, a, I'm on board with these things. The claw marks on the Grizzlies, like on the on the font itself, to me, and and then like it looks like kind of tribal writing on the on the borders of the jersey. Like on yeah. the on the very extreme I, borders, yeah. that's all. I'm everything about it, and it has a cartoon animal on the shorts. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> run through my list here real quickly. Right, just it. give a few things. Nuggets. The, I think the Rainbow Skyline. To me, I know obviously I'm a homer here for this, but that's to me is one of the most unique u- jerseys ever. It's blue, it's gold, it's white, it's red, it's orange, it's green, <laughs> and it's purple. Yes, I mean that's a lot of colors, <laughs> and I think it looks equal parts uh, campy and cool. Um, the Pistons. Is there? I'm not sure. There's a jersey more associated with a player than the Pistons oh, teals. Grant Hill. It's Grant Hill, right? If you see that yeah. jersey without a number on it, you know, on a mannequin, you're like, oh, that's the Grant Hill jersey, a hundred percent. Yep. The only jersey I think maybe as equal tied to a player is the black Philly jersey. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I mean, that's Iverson. Iverson stepping over Teron Lue. I mean, you always you always think of that. Um, and then the two that I think are actually my two single favorite that I would probably buy, even though I have no connection to the team. The Utah Jazz, yes. seeing Donovan Mitchell in those purple Utah Jazz are just so cool. And the Phoenix Suns. Yep. Again, the Phoenix Suns are starting a new era, the DeAndre Ayton era. Why not give a throwback to Shaq? I think it's – those jerseys are so cool. I wish I – those are, those are on my list. 
Uh, the only things I think I would add to that is the Cavs one. I like the I like the Cavs. It's just it's it's so it almost looks Art Deco ish. I really doesn't like it, it remind you of Sean Kemp though, which is <laughs> <laughs> probably probably don't want to think of Sean Kemp for in that yeah. one. Yeah. And then uh, and then things that all right. So I like the jersey itself, but I thought it was really mean of them to do this. And the C- Seattle SuperSonics one, like oh, Russ wearing so that. mean, it's so, so mean to uncool. Do that. So it's like it's, I think that's like the perfect way to segue into into segment two here with the with the jerseys that we aren't as fond of. We'll do that here in a second. So <laughs> now that we've, we, we honestly, the, the whole last, like we had to take a 15 minute break because we spent the whole time laughing at <laughs> how mean that was, how disrespectful that was. Hey, uh, anywho, ones that Those, I didn't by the like. Way, the Sonics jerseys, I think iconic, classic, beautiful, but yeah, yeah. you can't give them to Oklahoma city. That's no. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't no. make any, that doesn't make any sense. No, no. It's like. Yeah, no, I, I I'm not going to give the for analogy. Some reason, I was thinking for some of. reason, it doesn't feel that way with Vancouver and Memphis, but uh, maybe maybe it should be. I feel like that parting, that parting was was not amicable. It wasn't it wasn't, but it was just it was doomed from the start because of how mis- poorly managed it was. I want a team up there in Vancouver again. All right, let's uh, let's kick off the the list of jerseys that we weren't particularly fond of. I think the the Clippers one is horrid. It, well, they also chose Boban <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah. to put it onto, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, interesting that, choice there. That's a very sports. hipster. That would be a very hipster jersey that you would see walking oh, around man. in L.A. Absolutely. But you're right. <laughs> that jersey, you know, I know this from being in Denver. I, I just talked about how I like lots of colors. Powder blue, baby blue, whatever you want to say. To me, it's just not a, a, a sports color. It works for San Diego, I guess, the Chargers, but it, I, it, I don't know. It only works. I think it works best as like a uh, as a secondary color. I don't know how. I don't think it works very well as a primary color for me. Other than the jersey you're wearing right now, do you ever wear baby blue just around? Like, do you have any baby blue T-shirts or jackets? I think I have like one or two baby blue T-shirts. Uh, see, that was always the hard part for the Nuggets here. The colors being gold and baby blue are just two colors that are not very flattering, <laughs> especially in the winter. Like wearing a, a baby blue. You know, shirt in the winter was always strange. Um, I'm going to talk about the Bucks now because you were so oh, wrong about this. Good this Lord. It's I'm not wrong. wrong. Well, first of all, the logo it looks like it was made on like MS Paint. Uh, <laughs> like it, it's really, really, really cartoonish and cheesy. And honestly, it's retro, but not in a cool way. It, it's retro, like how Windows 95 is retro. You know, it's not, <laughs> you're, you're not missing the days of Windows 95. Like you're not Volvo the cars. Days. There. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's not a throwback. <laughs> I just, again, I just come back to nobody would ever think to combine those two colors, forest green and purple. And I think they kind of sort of work. Uh, the next one on my list, any jersey period that uses the color red as the primary color, I just can never quite get on board with it. It reminds me of like a really in shape Kool Aid man, and it never works for me. <laughs> a really in shape Kool Aid man. You have an interesting imagination. Who are you thinking of? Is there a specific one on here? Because I have one, and it, partly because it's red. I'd have to go down. I'd have to Bru- go. Well, I'm gonna here say we go. Brooklyn. Here we go. Portland. Portland. I don't like Portland. Oh. Uh, well, the only reason I like Portland's is because of that iconic picture photo of of uh, Bill Walton in those. So, uh-huh. so I kind of like it because it resonates with me for that. But Brooklyn, 
you know, the Brooklyn Nets and the New Jersey Nets seem like two different franchises to me. I mean, yeah. even though it, it wasn't that far distance-wise as a move, Brooklyn, I felt like, tried, was trying to move away from New Jersey, and that was part of it. You know, think remember how cool Prokhorov was when we first found out about him, and that Jay-Z owned a part of it, and it was like, <laughs> oh, man, this mysterious Russian billionaire and everything, the, the Nets are going to be cool. That never happened, but going back to the Nets, to me, I just I, it, that, that red color, it doesn't... It, that's not that's not them anymore. My problem with the New Jersey Net, Nets one is that like it immediately connotes fails failure or finals failures. Like they were never close uh, in any of them. And and like as soon as I see New Jersey Nets, like that's the only thing yeah. I think of. What's uh, what's next on your list? Unless you want to round it out. Or? No, the Rockets for me. I, I was never a big fan of those unis. They do remind me of a specific time. You know, the Yao Tracy McGrady one. Mm-hmm. But similar for the Rockets, they already have their look. This this team. I know they added Mellow, but they have a very distinct look that going away from it would just feel weird to me. I was torn on the jersey. Like I was, I, I I thought about including it in my in the list of jerseys that I really liked because again, like cartoonish. Red. <laughs> pinstripe that kind of fades as you go oh, up and away that. from the center like it's right. it's it's it seems like a cool premise but and then to go back to the point that you were making earlier about like guys who you just remember in that jersey this screams steve francis to me yeah him too you know katina um, mobley like those guys but if you didn't know this jersey you would think that it was from the big three because uh, that's what i think it, it, it looks like <laughs> yeah and then the last two i had and i don't have anything to add to them just lakers and knicks Th- those those guys have a look that I don't I don't think you need to do the throwbacks. They have a a timeless look. Yeah. Already. I, if the Lakers didn't have so much history, and if the Lakers color wasn't purple, I'd be on board with with having that as my as the throwback. But if you're taking away purple from the purple and gold franchise, you're you're overthinking things. Uh, the other one on here that I didn't like was Golden State's. I thought Golden State's is kind of blasé. It's kind of boring. Yeah, they've done a lot of cool throwback stuff as well already. I actually like those, but um, but they just they don't need them. All right, that'll do it then for segment two. We like most of them, though. I think. Like, I think. Oh was... yeah, I had a hard time narrowing the list down. There was a bunch that I really, really, really dug. Yeah, I I like having tons of jerseys. I wouldn't mind if the if teams had like eight <laughs> different jerseys. Let's just keep going. <laughs> You never know what color your team's wearing that night. Are you are you a jersey wearer kind of guy? Like, do you? No, no, I don't. I don't wear them. I I do get into just the design elements of it and different things, but um, but no, I don't wear them. I don't wear them in public. I love them around the house. Ah, I, okay. I really like wearing them around the house. I would never wear another man's jersey outside of my house, though. Uh, Bringing that up in the next segment, by the way. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll uh, we'll just let that let, let that tease. Adam's gonna make fun of me for something. <laughs> All right, make fun of me. <laughs> no, no, it's not you. <laughs> Our five things list. We have we, every week. We yep. finish off by talking about five random little things we like about the NBA. And you know, I was talking to a friend about this one time. Uh, you know, one of these conversations, maybe over a beer or two. <laughs> Is it weird that adults gr- dress up as their favorite athlete to go to a game? It's kind of like at Comic Con, people dress up as their favorite superhero. I, I've always found it a little bit weird. I'm, I'm with you to, to wear a uniform. It, here's how you know it's weird. If you wear a uniform and the shorts, everyone's like, okay, that's that's weird, man. <laughs> but if you wear a uniform and just anything else, people are like, oh, no, acceptable. 
<laughs> I there, found it weird. There may or may not be a photo of me wearing a collared shirt under a jersey at some point. <laughs> <laughs> then you, you did you tuck or it in as well? Oh, over it, it, yeah, in? yeah, yeah. It was it was it wasn't tuck, a good look. It was a tie was involved too. No, no, thinking about oh, it. It was wow. like it was like a full on suit like vesting. <laughs> oh jeez, how was I thinking? Co- was it Kobe? It was Kobe, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> It was Kobe. It was Kobe. Uh, I can't. Uh, the, the thing is, though, do you – all right. So if we're saying that Jersey's wearing another person's jer- like name on, on the back of your shirt is kind of odd. But you also want to rock your I'm not judging anybody colors. on it. I'm just saying it's funny that – That's a thing. That it's a thing. It's yeah. kind of funny. Well, I, I guess like for me, I don't – because I would also want to rock the team that I'm supporting's colors, right? So I guess you just wear like the t-shirt of that. Do you do? You, big, I'm t- a big t-shirt t-shirt guy. Yeah. There you go. All right. That makes you more can sense. do cool design stuff with t-shirts too. So I I like it. Yeah, I do. Oh man, that should have been on our list. All right. Speaking of the list, I'll let you start this one. Or did I start last time? I forget. You start. I just I just gave one just oh, now. Oh, that was one. Yeah, that, that was, was one. <laughs> the fact that that grown adults wear uniforms to games and it's a cool thing to do. All right, then I'm gonna I'm gonna scratch out my number one then because I wasn't really fond of it, and I'm gonna go with the T-shirt game, <laughs> the, the design game like that's going on nowadays. Yeah. I, I spend an inordinate amount of time, and I've designed like two shirts, but I've I've spent way too much time thinking of like as soon as a moment happens, would this sell? Would this be fun? Would I wear this? And I like that it's just another avenue by which we're we're showing the creativity that kind of co- goes hand in hand with the NBA. Did you see the No Limit Records Lakers shirts that were outside of Summer League to no. like knock off Lakers ones? Oh man, they were so great. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I'm with you. There's a lot of there's a lot of cool things you can do, and kind of like the league with how they've sort of turned a blind eye towards people uploading videos. They've kind of turned a bl- blind eye to some of these knockoff merch in small doses. I don't think they're going to allow. You know, yeah. large scale I, ma- producing and distributing of this stuff, but I like that about it because, yeah, like you said, you can come up with some unique artistry to these shirts and some cool ideas. Yeah, I, anything, anything that, and and it's it's also like you know, it, it, it there's like a competition I've noticed, like who can which fan base creates the most consistently cool uh, shirts. It's definitely us at Denver and our let's, design let's team at D Line. I'm telling you, D Line Co. Professional designers, they're great. All right. Uh, my next one is stands. Okay. I like just the idea of stands. It's kind of hilarious. These are people. If Where you don't the term know, comes from, even yeah, the Eminem song "Stand." Yeah. The guy obsessed. The stands are people that will that literally have to come to the defense of their favorite player under any circumstances. You can never <laughs> blaspheme their players, whether in person, online, anything. I, do we get this in other sports? I like. Are there mm. people? Because in, in the NBA, I mean, there's stands for the weirdest people. I mean, yeah, really, that's like, for sure. it's not like I mean, there's a lot of Kobe stands, but there's like some really obscure, like no, Hazonia is actually going to be an all star man. And he beats like, a Zubots, like has a yeah, ton of stands yeah. out here. So, I, and I think that's cool. I don't think that you know, there's people out there talking about in football that Teddy Bridgewater is is better than Tom Brady. But we get that kind of thing in the NBA. It's great. <laughs> yeah, that was the only that was the only athlete I was going to jump to was like NFL quarterbacks because I don't think you really get that in baseball too much. I I don't know anything about hockey, so I couldn't tell you. Golfers, you're not really going to get it. But like in the NBA, you say the wrong thing about Jeremy Lin, and your mentions are oh, yeah. a tire fire for like a week. <laughs> 
Uh, that's a yeah. good one. That's a good one. All right. I Number two here, I'm going to go against the grain. Everybody likes to complain about how, like, the AAU circuit has made rivalries less meaningful, less impactful, whatever. I like that NBA players are friends. Like, Draymond Green goes on LeBron James' The Shop show and just shoots the crap with him for an hour, however long the show was. I really find that interesting. And, like, the thing that I've never quite understood is the people I am most competitive with are my friends. Right. So, like, this idea that friendship is going to take away from rivalries, like, I've never quite got that. Got that. There's also a ton of, like, actual rivalries in the NBA right now. I mean, I think, mm-hmm. I, I think it gets, you know, people go too far the other way thinking that there's not. These guys absolutely want to one-up and embarrass each other. But I'm with you on, I'm with you on that stuff. We could have a whole show on AAU basketball and, and player development and stuff because I have a lot of a lot of sort of counter takes to the to some of the more popular takes huh. I like that one though Anthony I like it's interesting NBA 2k ratings <laughs> now you, Anthony knows this because he knows me we're friends I haven't played a video game in 15 years and I don't I don't I think I played NBA 2k 99 or I don't know whatever it came out it's been a while um but I do like how up in arms people get over a video game it's the most incredible way to be offended by your by your player getting slighted. I want I want some rookie to come along and be like, you know what? I'm a 78. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Nikola Jokic is an 89, and I kept thinking like, should be like a 45. <laughs> the stuff that he does, you can't replicate on a video game. It's yeah. not like, oh man, he really outthought you on that play. <laughs> You're not going to make him fast. He's not going to jump. <laughs> So, yeah, he should have been like a 32. <laughs> you should give this. I want to see the response to this take on Twitter. Like, yeah. <laughs> I need this in my life. All right. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, all right. Football has kicked off and, and locked on NFL. Those guys are doing a great job over there. But the first thing that the first thing that I now that I knew that football was fully in effect and regular seasons are right around the corner, I saw a kid get carted off. <laughs> on oh, a stretcher wow. and 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 like that was that was the signal to me like oh yep football's back and i i think it's kind of cool i really cool amazing that at no point while i'm watching a basketball game do i have to feel dirty about like these guys are risking way too much just for my entertainment you're not alone I think most people, myself included, have really lost a lot of love for the NFL because, you know, growing up, you wanted those guys to knock each other out. And it was yeah. the best when a guy gets knocked out and you're like, yeah. 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 Nowadays, every little hit you worry about. And yeah. You're like, oh, man. And the sport is just inherently. So I think you're not alone with that. And with the NBA, look, anybody that's seen Kevin McHale walk or any of these guys, yes, yeah. it does take a toll on their body. I mean, these, a lot of the, your bigger guys, but not in the same way, in, in ways that they can still enjoy and, and, and have healthy lives. Yep. My next one, how good – I just talked about NBA 2K, of which I know nothing about. I'm going to go back to video games. <laughs> I How good these guys are at video games. I think Bomani Jones had a, had, a, had a a segment on his show one time about how NBA players are not only better than your average fan at – actual sports but they're actually better at video games too and it's really frustrating (laughs) for some of these guys who are like well and you know michael porter jr famously challenged a bunch of people in denver to to come challenge him and he whooped a ball pretty bad uh (laughs) kenneth farid won a pro-am Fortnite tournament uh these guys there's a lot of players that are really 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 talented at video games it kind of blows my mind we have a lot of downtime 
Yeah, you're on the road. Yeah, it's one thing every player brings is their their system. Yeah, I I just I feel like it's it's an advantage that goes in, and you have just otherworldly, uh, capable people, hand eye coordination, everything right. like it, yeah. quick thinking, quick muscle. Re- yeah, I, it makes sense that they'd be better at that kind of thing too. All right, this might be a controversial one because I keep seeing it out there uh, on the Twitterverse. I like the number of teams that the NBA has right now. I am against expanding the nba i i think that i like the fact that every team has now you have the opportunity to have multiple stars potentially you have right yeah i I really like how how good on a nightly basis on average you tune into just about any nba game midway through the season and it's going to be good basketball and i'm concerned that if they expand that that might not be the case. That you'd get a lot more. You, obviously, you're you're opening the the workforce and the job force up by a lot, or, or well, by at least fifteen, I guess. And I'm concerned that that would kind of water down the product. I think there's no question that that is the case. That it I, that it would water down the the product. It's a, a question of to what extent. And I'm with you. You know, a lot of people when they argue what era was better, yeah. In '86, a lot of people '86 Celtics best, '87 Lakers, whatever. Imagine if there were six fewer teams. Imagine if we cut the the six worst teams in the NBA and distributed that talent amongst the others. So there's 24. You're talking about a Warriors team already getting to pick like four players off of the, <laughs> you know, after the end of the bet. I just think uh, so. So I think it's actually I'm with you. I, I, I think at some point maybe expansion would be cool because I do think cities like Seattle and Vancouver, there, there's some cool Las Vegas even mm-hmm. maybe going into Mexico City. There's some cool cities that I think would work. But, yeah, the product of the game. I like that the the there's there's a lot of really 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 good teams out there. Yeah, uh, and, and I like just how loaded it is. I think it elevates the game, um, not just elevates our enjoyment of it, but actually teaches us new things about the game at an accelerated rate. Yep, absolutely. Uh, your last one, the Hawks, the Atlanta <laughs> Hawks are going to have a courtside bar, a barbershop with a view of the court. And a top golf suite with actual golf simulators that you could hit balls into overlooking the arena. How freaking crazy is that? I'm going to Atlanta. <laughs> I'm going to go watch a game in Atlanta. <laughs> I think there's a, a lot of tickets available. They're not, they don't, this is sort of a desperate plea to get people to go. But also it's cool. So the courtside bar for season ticket holders, courtside season ticket holders. So it's only for the elite anyway, but still it's kind of cool. Uh, but the, the barbershop? Would you That's get a haircut while watching a, a Laker game? I'd be really nervous doing it. Like maybe <laughs> if it's just a buzz cut. It's like you just imagine. Let's say your barber is a huge fan of <laughs> <laughs> the Lakers are losing, and he's just like, man. <laughs> or, yeah. or no, even worse. Like it's an exciting moment. Oh and, yeah. And, oh my god! And then there goes my hair. Like I, I care about my hair. <laughs> I did my hair to do this podcast. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, all right. My last one here. I was thinking about this today on, on Lockdown Lakers, and I really, really like that the NBA or basketball has become a legitimate global sport. It's not, like baseball is played technically in Japan and elsewhere throughout the country, but it's more pocketed. Whereas like mm-hmm. basketball, LeBron could walk anywhere. And he's yeah. going to be recognized immediately. And and I think it it makes for you know we talked about the whether or not expanding the 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 league would 
maybe hurt the overall product or water it down or the impact that it would have on on the pace at which evolution is taking place. The mm-hmm. fact that the NBA is as global as it is is also enhancing the actual caliber of the game. And I think that's that's really cool that and we're really fortunate that it's centralized here and we get to watch it on a nightly basis. 100%. It was cool. I was going back because I'm doing something for, for Denver Stiffs for tomorrow, and I was reading Nikola Jokic's old article about how when YouTube came out, that's when his love of basketball really took off because mm-hmm. it allowed him to, to – they, they, they were so hungry for the game of basketball, but they – you know, Serbia and all of the former Yugoslavia, you know, was basketball crazy, but they didn't get the NBA. So it opened up the NBA to them, and, and yeah, grew it. I think it's really cool. It is a global sport, and I think actually – I don't think people realize how much of a global sport is and where it's headed, like the pace, the the rate of growth right now globally. Yeah, it's it's incredible. It's really cool. I mean, heck, this was a few years ago. I remember when we had just started. At that time, it was the Team Tank podcast that, that eventually became Locked on Lakers, what it is right now. And... Like people in Buenos Aires were 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 just loving the show. Philippi- yeah. in the Philippines, like just, yeah. and it, it it just boggled my mind that they were they were hardcore NBA fans all the way out there who were listening to a podcast in a completely different language, by the way, than they probably <laughs> spoke. And and it was a thing that they just that, that they just loved. Anthony, I'm I'm helping put together a, a Denver Nuggets watch party in Melbourne, Australia. What? A place I've never even been to, but there's a giant. <laughs> Nuggets fan base out there, and and I'm helping them organize a watch party. You flying out to Australia? No, unless anybody wants to sponsor me, I will go <laughs> uh, get a hold of the the network. <laughs> that's that's incredible. All right, that's a great spot to to call this one and send everybody off into the weekend with some positive vibes. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, this was a little bit further out there as there was less actual basketball to talk about. Of uh, but I, I had a lot of fun talking about jerseys. Let us know what you think about the various jerseys out there. Let us know uh, if you want to compile that list. Hit me up, and I'll and I'll see what I can do to help make that happen as well. This has been a lot of fun. Adam, have a, have a great rest of your weekend. I'll talk to you next week. Sounds good.